The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, it's Michael Fabiano now with Sports Illustrated, and I'm here to help you through this wild fantasy football season. To win in fantasy, you need player rankings you can trust, and ours have received the Top 5 Accuracy Award over the last three seasons. Sign up for the all-new SI Fantasy Plus at si.com fantasy. We even have tools that sync with your leagues and experts who are standing by answering your questions in our premium chat. Sign up for SI Fantasy Plus at si.com fantasy and win your leagues in 2020. That's si.com fantasy. Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Canary. The bird has landed on beautiful Bainbridge Island, conveniently located at 499 Madison Avenue. ASE Master Technician Clint Ramsey brings over 15 years of experience, award-winning diagnostic skill, and a desire to reinvent the automotive repair experience. Schedule an appointment online at bluecanary.biz or call them today at 206 206- Four five one four two two zero. I'm Maria Metzler, the Executive Director of Helpline House. The global pandemic has affected us all differently. If you or your neighbors need food assistance, mental health counseling, rental assistance, or parks and rec vouchers, please reach out. Helpline House can help in many ways. Find us on the web at helplinehouse.org. It's what we do. Neighbor helping neighbor. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. Here's your host with the most, Tiny Tim.
Cracking Podcastville, you found the Bystander Podcast. Today, for his third appearance, is Leroy Bell playing at um, the Summer Concert Series at Battle Point tonight. And um, this is the highlight of my summer, for sure. It's, it's probably been three or four years since I've seen you play live. And I, I think we... time was at Battle Park, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Battle Point, yeah. Yeah, about two, yeah, it was a year or so before the the shutdown, the pandemic. Yeah, and it's funny too because I use that as a a parenting uh, model because some lady came and was really pushing her phone number on you, oh. <laughs> and I was like, "This is what rock stars do. They they get phone numbers. They get ladies." You, you I, know. I don't recall that, but that happens sometimes. <laughs> I do know that. I was trying to explain to him. Uh, you know, what to avoid and what not to. <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah. This is what you don't do. Right. 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 Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, how, how's Miles and, and the girl? He's doing great. You know, he's uh, he's uh, started a new job and um, he's it's a totally remote job. So he's really happy about that because he's, he's really thinking about moving um, East Coast, possibly New York. And uh, just to have the experience, you know, for a while, and yeah, and um, so we'll see. 
yeah, um, you know, he just started it, so he's he's not going to move right away. He'll kind of, you know, see how it goes. The, see how the, the job is still hanging. So, yeah. we both have similar paths paths between New York and Seattle here. Um, last time I talked to you, you were just getting out of uh, Martha's Martha's Vineyard and uh, dropping your album and oh, yeah. right. Um, you know, my uh, sister-in-law lives in, in, in Chelsea down there oh, in New York okay. city. And yeah. uh, my mother-in-law also lives in up, upstate New York in Syracuse. But mm-hmm. um, I, I feel for you so much because your album was so awesome, but it just seemed to come at the wrong time. Like, yeah, timing wasn't all good, but you know, that's the kind of thing you can't, you can't change, you know, you can't predict the future. Who knew that there was going to be a pandemic going on? No, just... but everything in your album, do we still call it albums? I call them albums, but I also call it <laughs> CDs. So who knows? Who knows what the real term is these days? Yeah, it just, it had such a story to tell. And it was so timely in my mind that America needed this album. But it was so difficult to distribute and you couldn't tour and, you know, East coast, West coast. It was, it was tough going back all the time, but you know, we made it work, but right as the, um, as the album dropped and it was getting all kinds of great reviews, the follow-up would have been right then to tour. And we were just, we just booked uh, all the rooms and we were doing the South by Southwest and then we were going to start touring. And that was in March of, was it 2020 or 2021? It must've been 2020. It's all blending together, right? Yeah. And, um, and right before that, just a few weeks before that we start hearing about this, this uh, virus. And then I kept thinking, and people were starting to kind of shut down, but a lot of people were still in denial, you know, and um, me as well, you know, one of them and, and, and hoping that, oh, this is just going to kind of pass, you know, nobody really knew what COVID really was then. It was just kind of starting, no, and it's starting to spread. And then slowly but surely these, uh, these uh, concerts were just kind of, you know, stopping, just canceling. And sure enough, then finally South by Southwest canceled and then we knew, uh oh. And then mm-hmm. it just and then it just snowballed into, into it's funny too, because Austin seems to be one of the livelier parts for uh creators and open venues and such. Yes, yeah. And so that was the jumping off point, but it was not the jumping off point <laughs> It was the cancellation point. Realistically, how bad did it hurt this album? because well, it pretty much stopped the it you know the album got good reviews and everything but you know you can't just go on reviews you've got right. to you've got to bring it to the people and it was getting a little bit of airplay like on the east coast and in the certain places um but you really needed to be out there mm-hmm. you need to be out there and um it needed a good you know tour to go yeah. with to get more more promotion, to get more people excited about it, to, um, all the things that go hand in hand with that um, promotion. Um, and I mean, you, you couldn't even do any TV shows at that point. Right. I mean, it's not like we could go on um, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live or something, you know, and obviously GE had connections with Saturday Night right. Live. So, you know, 
and we had other other venue type things that we could could have done but we couldn't even do that then because it was you know everything shut down so we were basically cut off well let's get you back on saturday night live i mean yeah that's they, what i'm saying they could but, use uh, a few artists yeah. <laughs> quality ones um so you know and i'm not saying that the album is completely dead because you know in the music business sometimes stuff goes away for a few years and then pops back up through something right and uh it's a good record and uh you know i hope that somewhere down the line things you know and i play a couple of the songs off off the record in my set with my only friends and uh so we keep some of the songs alive but um as far as that the stony hill project with ge and then right now it's there's nothing going on g and i are still in touch and you know should something happen we'll we'll gladly do it again yeah i hope it gets rediscovered because it's such a quality album in my mind it's it's kind of a throwback where um an album told a story Mm -hmm. you know it's i listen to my son's music occasionally because i'm i'm stuck (laughs) and i'm like how's this horse shit get on the radio and (laughs) my man bell is is drifting in the wind here well you know what it's like it's harder for us folks that are grew up in a different time because it's harder for talented people (laughs) you know i'm not just saying that there are some talented people still out there but everything is just so um prefabbed in in a lot of ways it's just so i mean the you know, since everything is video oriented and attention span oriented, everything is, has to be done in like a snap. A second, yeah. You know, I mean, even when we write songs now and, and the songs that we do, and I do, I catch myself, you know, I remember the days when you had an intro that went on for, you know, 30, 60 seconds, half a minute. Now you, you can't do that. If you don't get to the hook of the song within like 15, 20 seconds, they're not even going to pay attention to you. Yeah, TV is the same way. If I'm not hooked in the first couple of minutes, sorry about your show. I don't care how you develop the character down the road. Exactly. I I need to. Yeah, it's hard for film. It's hard for a lot of things unless people really want to spend the time. You know, now they classify those kind of movies and things as a slow burner or whatever. You got to, you got (laughs) to. You know what I mean? You've got to sink down, let it, there's not a lot of shit going on. You've yeah. got to sink down and pay attention to the slow character development. And these kids nowadays that grew up on instant everything, gratification, yeah. TikTokers. They, don't take, they don't take to slow burners. <laughs> you know, They don't take to that. They want instant this. And what the thing that I was getting around to was a lot of the records are just singles. Yeah. They don't tell a story. They're just singles. They're one-offs. Like they'll have three different, four different producers on every record. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll it, say, you do three songs, you do two songs. They're just looking for whatever it's going to take. You know, in the old days, it was like one producer did the record. Right. And it seems like collaboration is the way to yeah. get ahead too. Like mm-hmm. Justin Bieber will let somebody sing a couple bars on his song and then that's a hit and it just rinse, repeat. Exactly. It's like whoever's hot right now, let me get with that guy. Have him sing on my record a couple bars. He pays me, and 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 it's just the way that whole thing works. It's just totally alien to us uh, performers that were around when that wasn't the case. You know, it's hard to to die. You got you got to be going nuts with the streaming and all that stuff when you're 
an old head that you know sold records and went on American Bandstand and America's Got Talent and stuff like that. When you know you had to bust balls yeah. and get out there, and now it's a whole nother game, and it's it's hard to adapt to, especially if you are a solid creator, you know, not somebody that's using you know computer generated right. music. Yeah, and you know the thing too is like yeah, I mean nowadays, and who would have thought that you can get on make your little video and just because you have a lot of uh, followers, all of a sudden you get signed to a deal. Yeah. One by that, you know, because followers now equal money. Well, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and downloads and, and all that. And, you know, and a download is, that was the killer of the, the music business because um, right. they're paying like a, some percentage of a penny you know right i pay 99 cents for uh america and what do you get a portion of a cent of a cent yeah so you know when you hear a guy who goes three million downloads you know you that's not a ton of money it's not as much it's not three million dollars no. <laughs> you know and if i get a thousand downloads that's what maybe a dollar or two <laughs> or right you know it's like it's really deceiving <laughs> Black is the king. 
So how have you adjusted to this whole situation, especially when you did not have the ability to tour or have a live venue? Um, I think you've basically been going outdoor stuff for the summer, right? And yep. uh, was a triple door the only indoor facility you yeah we played a couple of triple door and we did uh one on uh vashon island uh the center for the arts vashon island. that was an indoor too but you know limited capacity yeah vashon has some great creators and artists for sure and, uh, but yeah basically that's you know that's the only way to really make money for us you know and we sell some cds at the shows and, and that sort of thing but um, um because record stores are gone that's, yeah there's no Tower Records. There's no Tower Records. There's nothing like that anymore. So there's, um, you know, it's that or you try to sell your CDs online, you know, and you can do a little bit of that. It's pretty hard to do, but, or well, streaming. Shit. streaming doesn't make much money. Like no. I said, unless you're a huge artist, you know, you're Travis Scott or somebody like that for these young kids, they can do it. But um, for the, a lot of the older artists, you, you got to play live to do it. Right. Well, I saw a guy um, on the waterfront uh, Monday when I went downtown and he must have had 500 CDs and he was just passing them out for free. Just, yeah. I just need you to listen. Listen. Yes. A lot of people will do that. Yeah. yeah. Especially a, a totally unknown. Right. You know, somebody that doesn't, they just want somebody to listen because just to get somebody to sit there and listen to something is a major deal. Mm -hmm. because when you like we were just talking about the attention span is like this and they're just being stuff is just being thrown at you right second of every day who's going to take the time to listen to your stuff you know well, i'm going to take the time i'm going to come see you tonight i'm looking Good. forward to it it's been a couple years yeah it's it's so much it's so gratifying to be able to play live it really mm -hmm. is just to see people react to your music you know, and see people face to face. And um, there's just nothing like that. Well, I hope you have a good crowd tonight because I'm, the island's 87% vaccinated from 12 years of oh, that's old great. and up. No, I, didn't uh, know. I think you're going to have a decent crowd tonight for sure. The weather looks good too. So, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I barely got myself to come into the house to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. Uh, the way, it has been a good summer, though. I have to admit that. Yeah, my garden sucks. It's, you know, yeah. it's burnt, <laughs> like it's an Arizona garden. Yeah, it's well. Yeah, if you if you're trying to grow something, but you know what I mean. It's like even before the pandemic, it was um, the fires. You know, we we yeah, have a, still, you know, and still, but it just hasn't affected us as as severely as it did the last couple of years. Um, so uh, the one thing that I have to admit that the pandemic has done for me, it's just made me uh, reassess what's really important. What's good, yeah. You know, um, at first it's just devastating and then you got to really think what is important? I mean, yeah. my music is important, yes, but my family is important and my health is important. And, yeah. And uh, a lot of this other stuff is frivolous, you know? Um, it doesn't mean as much. It makes you, you know, once you're condemned to your house <laughs> and, and uh, you got to really think about that, you really, uh, you really appreciate being able to, not that I didn't appreciate my music and the crowds and stuff, but it made me even appreciate.
appreciate it even more. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's a little bit of self-doubt once you get off that stage for a period of time, I bet. Oh, you're not kidding. When we did the Triple Door shows, um, when Scott asked us to do four shows in a row, I just kind of, I objected. <laughs> First off, I thought, you know what? Yeah. We've been off for a whole year and something. Right. I said, I don't even know that I can do that. And uh, just like you said, self-doubt. But um, Scott goes, well, it's going to be at, you know, half capacity. We're not going to really be able to pull this off and make money and everybody get paid, the restaurant, the club, the, the band. And so we just said, well, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like similar to riding a bicycle. A lot of it just came back. And, and uh, I was thinking, wow, I was worried for not that much, you know, but uh, I felt good that we were able to get right back into it. But yes, self-doubt is when you don't do it all the time, you take things for granted. And then when you don't do it at all, then it's a lot of self-doubt. You know? Yeah. Shout out to Triple Door, which is absolutely my favorite venue to see oh, any performer. Yeah. Too. yeah, it's it's just a great spot. Yeah. And they always treat us well, too. So say again. They always treat us very well there. Oh, good, good, good. And, um, so we've been playing there for years. You know, when they first opened the place, we were one of the first bands in. And so it was nice. kind of great that we were one of the, we were the first band after the pandemic to start it back up again. You grandfathered in. Yes. Always <laughs> <laughs> the one. Um, how's Bay Ridge Island uh, Parks Department treat you? You've Very been coming good. here for a long time. Yeah, I love that. Although that's the one thing about the Bay I always get lost. <laughs> yeah, I always go, you know, because you know how the, the way the park is, I always try to go, aha, how am I get, I mean, I get to the park. Then it's like, how am I getting in here? Right. I, I, I drive around here, where is it? And, I, and then, I, then I figure it out. It's, it's kind of like our own Green Lake. You know, it's a yeah. hub of activity. Yes. Just soccer, yeah. pickleball, pick right. basketball, you've got uh, all playground, stuff like that. Um. 400 plus acres of grand forest adjacent oh, to it. it's 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 beautiful and it's, it's a, a gorgeous venue a very healthy and a positive place to be for sure and yeah. you're in the mix of it tonight i can't wait yeah i'm looking forward to it how's the band doing everybody healthy and everybody happy healthy and everybody's happy and um we're just we, we just love playing and love where the, the crowds are and uh looking forward to tonight and, and uh it's about all yeah, I probably should make this quick and uh, let you get on the ferry and come on over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dang, yeah, it's already 2 o'clock. Um, yes. Make sure I get the right ferry. <laughs> <laughs> we already had a discussion about that <laughs> earlier today. It's like, wait, no, this is the, not the Muckle Teal Ferry. No, it's the, no, it's, oh, yeah, it's the one over in Edmonds. Okay, which is pretty close to my house. Hey, um. Is there a new sushi place in your neighborhood that's really, really good, like award-winning? I don't know. Don't know. Okay. I had heard that there's a, a really good be. sushi place by you. It could be. You know, I've been vegan now for a couple of years, so I don't know. Uh, I haven't been keeping up as much, but although my son usually does. There's a couple of good sushi places, but it's not in my neighborhood. He turned me on to a place that's over in Capitol Hill. But they had some vegan stuff on the menu, so I went there with them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How hardcore vegan are you? Because I'm, I'm flexitarian. I'm, I'm like trying <laughs> to eat, eat my vegetables, right. but every, every so often, you know, I get some yeah. ethnic food, and I'm like, this that, is. Be, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hardcore, but uh, 
very rarely do I go off of it, but I, you know, I don't eat meat, period. Um, I haven't eaten beef or pork in like 40 years. Wow. Yeah, that was way, even. even I did not know that about you. Yeah, I stopped eating uh, beef and pork like when I was 25. And what was the reason at that time? Stomach problems, digesting, and I couldn't figure out what the hell it was. And doctor said, hey, try being a vegetarian, but I didn't like that at the time. And so I, I knocked it off and then I added chicken back in and fish back in. I still felt okay. So I just went with that and just never looked back. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. You got um, anything in the works, like uh, a new album or you? Yeah, I'm currently working on, uh, on some new songs and I want to get it with this lineup that I have right now, because now that we've got Jason in the band, which um, he's an amazing guitar player. Okay. And, um, uh, I want him on the record and he's not on the other records. So, um, and we've got uh, Ben Smith uh, from Heart on drums and he's an amazing drummer. So and it's time, it's time to do another record for Roy Bell and his only friends. And uh, so we're gonna um, uh, start tracking hopefully uh, this fall, if not by early spring. Um, but um, that's what I've been doing in my spare time is writing new songs. Nice, I need to get you to, Write a little ditty for the bystander, man. Yeah. <laughs> a little 15 second a- outro or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right Leroy. Off, see you right. in a couple hours, huh? Okay, yeah. Nice talking to you. Yeah. Well, look- we got it going. We got to do it again sometime now that I figured this thing out a little bit. That was weird with the password crap. We're old men and tech tarded. It's all good, yeah. man. <laughs> i'll all see right. you tonight and uh let's set up another uh podcast soon yes all right take care then all right cheers Bye-bye. thank you Getting tired, no progress over here. They set us back a hundred years, no dreamers anymore. Democracy is out the door. God only knows how I miss those days. She only knows how I miss the way we were. America. Just the way
Let's go.